Welcome to the Heartbeat for Realtors podcast, the podcast made to help realtors grow their business. Enjoy the show. Hey, everybody, what's up? This is Tim Hart, branch manager of Van Dyke Mortgage here in Fort Myers, Florida. Welcome to an episode of the Heartbeat for Realtors podcast. Got with me today a guest I, I found him on Google. I uh, looked him up, started following him. Bubba Mills from Corcoran Coaching. How you doing, Bubba? I'm amazing. How you doing? Good. I won't lie to you, man. I'm pretty excited to interview someone named Bubba. I don't know a lot of Bubba, so you're one of them. It's Bubba Watson, Bubba Kincaid, and Bubba Mills. That's your three options. <laughs> <laughs> well, I only know Bubba Mills, so and you're I'm it, man. Of all three of them. Yeah, oh, and right. You're from Florida, so there was Bubba the Love Sponge. Also, Bubba the Love Sponge. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. My buddy, uh, Big Mama, he's a DJ. He probably wouldn't want us bringing up Bubba the Love Sponge. But... <laughs> <laughs> so Bubba brought you on, uh, found you uh, looking at coaching and stuff and started checking out some of your uh, information. And I, I thought you'd be able to bring some value to the realtors that we know here in Southwest Florida. You're a, um, a business coach, correct? Correct. Cool. And uh, brought you on. We're going to talk about some, we're calling this the trifecta of lead generation. And you have some things that you want to talk about. But before we get into that, we always like people to know, hey, who is Bubba and why should I listen to him? So would you mind filling everybody in on who you are and what you do? Yeah, because I'm probably the only coach you'll ever know is Bubba. That's why. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> yep. Like, who the hell are you bringing on here, Tim? The guy's name's Bubba. Well, here's the funny part. I always tell everybody, like, what's your last name? I'm like, nobody knows it. Who really cares, right? I'm like, I'm like Prince and Cher. It's just one name. Just remember Bubba. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Uh, what we, I own an international coaching company, and we have, we, we've coached real estate in four countries and, and business in six countries. Um, we, the reason why we don't call ourselves real estate coaches is because, look, Tom Ferry is a good friend of mine, Lars Hedenberg. Um, you know, Proctor, I mean, uh, Buffini, I lived next to him for 20 years. Those are real estate coaches. The, the, the difference we are, we work on your entire businesses itself. Yes, we're going to help with scripts, that kind of stuff. But I mean, we get into the weeds. We'll get into your QuickBooks with you. We'll help you set up your chart of accounts. We help you hire. Um, we help you with systems. I mean, we are business coaches, just so happen to be experts in real estate. That's kind of how we differentiate ourselves a little bit um, more is, uh, I, I, in my personal opinion, and I've been in this industry about 30 years, most realtors don't treat their business as a company. They treat it as a sales machine. You know, I got into it because I can set my time and my hours and I can make the most amount of money, but they don't run it functionally as a business itself. Mm -hmm. uh, no matter if you're a single agent, um, you're the CEO of your company. And that's what we do is we teach people how to be the CEO of their companies. Yeah, I was just going to throw that in there. I mean, that's, um, you know, you mentioned business coach and the real estate coach and whatever. Like a realtor is a standalone business. Mm -hmm. You know, I mean, that's all there is to it. You're standing, especially once you get into building a team and, you know, doing all that within another company, you are a business. So I know you'll have some good pointers here. So uh, are you ready to get rolling? Born ready. All right, man. I gotta set up before we talk. <laughs> you can tell you're born ready. You're an Ohio State fan, I see back there, huh? Yeah, Buckeye. That's right. it. Go Gators over here, man. Sorry about that national championship. You know. Yeah. Sorry about it. Three years in a row, we got beat by Purdue, and we could beat by Iowa. But anyways, 
All right, let's not get sidetracked. (laughs) Yeah. All right, so trifecta of lead generation. I'm going to kind of hand it over to you. You're going to lead the way, and we're just going to shoot the breeze about it, okay? Yeah, sounds great. Sounds All right, great. Brother. All yours, man. Yeah, the three things I wanted to talk about, which are probably three things that most people haven't really, you know, got deep into their business. One is having a probate department, and I'll, I'll, I'll tell you how to set it up, and I'll tell you why. Um, number two, um, I asked this question, and that is, when is the last time that you saw an agent around your area doing a first-time home seller seminar? First-time home seller? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, the answer is probably no, right? Yeah, I, I got to tell you, it's, I think it's the first time I've heard that. We'll, we'll start there, right? Because that's kind of the most intriguing one that most people tell me to put on the brakes and spend a little bit of time on. As, as realtors, you know, especially when we start our career, most people start on the buy side, right? Uh, it's easier to get a mass amount of leads. Um, there's, there's kind of more people. Not only that, but the people on the listing side of it, they, you know, they've usually built their career up a little bit faster. They've got a little bit more branding, brand messaging, and recognition. So we start with the buy side to be able to dip our toes into it. And everybody does first-time homebuyer seminars, right? So we teach them how to become first-time homebuyers. But I ask you this question. Tim, have you ever sold a house for the first time? <laughs> yeah. Right just as scary selling a house as it is buying it right you have no clue i apologize no no i, I say you could be right you, you you're selling a house you're gonna have to move somewhere else i mean there's a lot of stuff going on behind the scenes there yeah and how do i stage my house you know what's pricing how do i interview agents um you know what's the market look like when's the best time to move like you don't know any of this stuff what do i have to pay for closing costs it didn't cost me anything for an agent when I bought a house, what does it cost me to sell a house? Yep. Um, Doc stamps, title. Yep. Yeah. I mean, there's so much stuff that goes along with that. And it's kind of scary because you don't know. You can go to Google. Look, you found me on Google. You can figure out how to sell a house on Google. Um, but there's experts in this industry. And the experts are the people that actually give the education. Um, it's funny because nobody markets their first-time home seller services. So what we do is we do a marketing campaign, just like a first-time home buyer, but we do a first-time home seller. Now, he who owns the listings owns the market, right? Uh, the old theory that a sign is worth more in the yard than it is in a trunk. So let's get listings, right? Get listings, then we get open houses, and we can get at least now open houses. There's a whole other category. Most people do open houses for buyers. You should be doing listing open houses. And we call them neighborhood open houses, where we're going to farm a couple of blocks radius around the listing. We're going to farm for listings is what we're going to do. So every listing should equal at least a half a listing, right? So every two should get one. And every listing should equal one to one and a half buyers if done correctly. Um, And I always say this, when do you do your open houses? Now, I'm just going to pause. I don't even need an answer. Because it's done on Sundays between 12 and 4. So mathematical equation, if you go look to see, and there's 250 houses that are open on a Sunday from noon to 4, mathematically, how many properties can a consumer visit in four hours? Three, four? So you have a very slight chance of getting the buyers into your house. So why don't you do them on Saturday morning? Oh, Bubba, I got football, soccer. I, they don't every day of the year. All right, don't, don't, don't kick yourself out of it. 
My clients do open houses on Saturday morning and get one and a half times the amount of traffic that they do on Sunday at four o'clock. And if we got a high-end property, you do it twice, an hour in the morning and an hour at night. And on Saturday, because here's the thing, right? Uh, we don't, as the world has known and many articles have been written, open houses are for new agents that suck, that need to get business, right? That's what everybody says. Oh, you're just throwing an agent into my house. No, actually it's not, right? It's a way to get your house sold, but also build the business at the same time. So if we're going to put an agent into an open house, you want to maximize their time into it. So if you talk to a consumer at 9.30 Saturday morning, do you think you have the first contact with that consumer instead of waiting till Sunday at noon? Yes or no? Mm -hmm. You're right. So if you want to increase your dollar productive activities and you want to increase um, getting more clients on the buy side, why don't you be before everybody? Just like when we're doing a listing, I'm going to be the first person, not the third. If I don't suck, I should get the listing. <laughs> you know what I mean? I don't need to wait till the third for them to go, oh, no, I really like the first guy. No, because the third guy's going to negotiate you out of it. Like, you can, want to be first. Can, can we go? I, I want to go back to one thing you said um, so I have clarity on it. Yes. So for every, li for every two listings you get, <laughs> according to you, you should get one extra listing from marketing those listings? Yeah. And, and you're saying that doing that via the neighborhood open houses. Yeah. So can you, can you go a little deeper on the neighborhood? Yeah. Cause you say neighborhood open house at first, I'm thinking you're just scrolling around inviting or not scrolling, walking or, you know, however you get the data in front of these people in the neighborhood, you're getting them to your open house or is it a, you mean just having a normal open house sign in the yard, sign on the main street? What do you. I'll, let me dive in. Okay. The sign in the yard, sign on the main street. Um, stuff on Zillow, everything else that's called a public open house, right? Those are for buyer leads. Those are done on a Saturday that I'm talking about. Okay. On the Friday night before it goes to an open house on the public on Saturday, starting on Thursday or that Friday, we're going to go around. We're going to form a two block radius around the listing and we're going to invite them to a neighbors only open house. Come see your like a pre open house. house. Oh yeah. This is where the money's at. Exclusive. Right yeah. So here's two rules. One, I don't want a freaking nosy neighbor going through my open house and buyers are in there. Especially if they're like, oh, I can't believe Margaret actually really did a good job covering up that water spot on the roof. Oh my <laughs> God, really lady? So yeah. I get them out of the way doing this. They really cleaned up all the blood from when he, uh, you know, right. shot his dog here. Right. So it gets rid of all the nosy neighbors for one. Number two, what it does is it shows a little bit of exclusivity. So one, yeah. neighbors are nosy, they want to see it. So this is what happens. When you come to the door um, and you say, oh, yeah, hey, so what house is it that, that you're, oh, when you market it, you say it's for neighbors. Or if you know anybody that is looking at buying in this area, of course, you can bring me a buyer. I'm okay with that. Um, but it's invite only. This is not mm -hmm. open to the public. Invite only. So when they get in there, hey, I'm Bubba with ABC um, you know, realty, what's your name? Oh, you know, I'm John and Maggie. Great. Which house is yours? Oh, I'm down on the next block on the left-hand side. All right. So let me ask you a question, John and Maggie. What is it the most that you like about this neighborhood? Right? So they're going to tell me, I got a curiosity, how long have you owned that house? And most of them are going to say three, four, five, you know, plus years, whatever. Oh, that's amazing. So you really like this neighborhood. Uh, just let me ask you a question. Since you bought the house, have you got any kind of 
updated value on the house? Do you know what kind of a market range is? I mean, this house is listed for $425,000. You're probably curious about what your house is looking at and Zillow is not gonna be able to give you the information. So I offer this to all the neighbors. I'm gonna be in, in the neighborhood tomorrow morning doing an open house from 9.30 to 10.30. I can swing by your house afterwards, snap a couple of pictures, and by tomorrow night, I can give you an estimated value of what your house would sell on the market. Would that interest you? So you have about 30 to 40% of the people. You get 10, I'm gonna get three people that are gonna let me take pictures of the house. You get in that house, you get a 50% chance of selling it. So when we coach business, we go down to this term that's called, what is your cost of acquisition for a client, right? So it's the same thing when you're running a Facebook ad. Hey, I did you know, $10 a day, I had so many clicks, blah, 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 blah. What's your cost of going and snapping a couple of pictures tomorrow morning in an isolated area, and if we could do two or three, we maximize our dollar productive activity, right? Because then the follow-up is, hey, if I brought you a cash offer on your house tomorrow, what would you take? This is before I do the, before I do the CMA. And this is called neuro-linguistic profiling. They didn't actually have any interest in selling their house until I asked that question. They're like, well, I don't, I don't know. Well, let me ask you a question. If, would, would you take the same thing as if I sold this house right here, same price? Oh no, you know, my house has got a pool. It's 84 square feet bigger. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. I'm 38 steps closer to the to the granite bathroom floor. countertop. Right. <laughs> yeah. Okay, so great. So what would that offer be? Five. Well, I'll take five fifty. Okay, well, let me come by tomorrow, I'll snap some pictures. We'll see if your market uh, will be able to hit the market. Because this is what's gonna happen. There's gonna be dozens of people come through. Only one's gonna be able to buy it, which means we're gonna have dozens of dozens of people that love this neighborhood, that want houses around here. Now might be the best time to sell. So that's all I need to say. It's just NLP, drop it in their head, and they're going to leave. And then what's going to happen that night? So, hey, babe, you know, I never thought about selling, but, you know, I talked to, you know, Bubba, you heard what he said. I mean, this market's, you know, appraising over here, you know. I, I mean, we were talking about getting a bigger house or downsizing or empty nesting or getting closer to the office. That's all I need, right? It's, it's subliminal marketing, and, and your cost of acquisition is like bare to none. You know, get a couple of bottles of two buck chuck, rip off the label so they don't know what it is, and get some cheese and and meat. Um, you know, a kielbasa with some you know cheddar cheese and have a nice little kind of soiree and farm for listings. It's free money, people. Everybody farms for buyers. Man, I want listings. That's what I want. Well, can you give me that line again so people can write it down? Because I think it was pretty powerful. Did you say? <laughs> Um, if I brought you a cash buyer today, what price would you accept? Yep. Is that how you worded that? Yep, exactly. Okay. That's a good line, man. I want urgency, right? Again, and it doesn't matter. So just, you know, I mean, we, we coach real estate, we coach mortgage, small business. doesn't matter. I've got a pet store. I help franchise. Um, business is business is business. It does not matter. What happens is most people don't ever ask the question. And I don't understand why. I don't want to go through a full listing presentation and now these people beat the crap out of me knowing that they want 600,000 and the market bears 500. I wasted an right. hour of my time. Yeah. Like I don't get paid by the hour. I get paid on success. Well, you're able to gauge their interest 
you know, it, it, in the reality of it as well. It's just like when we have, um, you know, we always advise realtors to, when they meet a buyer, can I have my preferred mortgage lender call you? And if they say yes, they're serious. And if they say, no, nah, give me their number. Like they're not as serious. Agreed. Oh, here's another trick. When you're talking to a buyer, everybody says, what's your comfortable price range? What price range are you looking in? Please do me a favor and tweak that a little bit. Use this script. Out of curiosity, what's your comfortable monthly payment, right? So you're going to know what the prequel is. We're going to say it's 350. You know, we'll just throw the number out there. It's going to be a comfortable, you know, 2,500 bucks a month. Right. Well, a comfortable 2,500 bucks a month, if you're an HOA, that's 300 bucks a month. I'm not getting a $350,000 house. I can look in, at, at non-HOAs and get a $375,000 house and stay within the range. You see what I mean? So quit asking price range and ask comfortable monthly payment mm -hmm. because it's going to do two things for you. One, it's going to help you find that, that, that house that's going to be comfortable. And realtors, do me a favor, quit maximizing what they can do. You know, if they say 375, we're going to look at houses 325, 350. Because if we can't find in that price range, you got one step up. If you show them 375 and they're only qualified for 375, we don't find anything. There's no 400 because they don't qualify. Yeah, well, and the other thing we see down here a lot, and I'm sure it's everywhere else too, is, you know, 375 in one area, it could be a house built in 1920 in a flood zone with a pool. Insurance is four grand a month, you know, or it could be the brand new house where insurance is super cheap and not in a flood zone. You know, that stuff plays a huge part in it as well. And new construction, I'm going to tell you, I'm going to say probably 30% of our coaching clients have some kind of negotiation with contractors, with new construction. Um, and a lot of the new construction companies, so if you're going to like KB or Purdy, some of these big homes, you know, they pay you when they feel like paying you. Um, some of the medium, the smaller ones, if you help bring them a buyer, you get paid when they dig, not at completion. So you're not waiting six months, five months, for you're actually in a, in a non-seasonal build area where you're at. Um, I got a client in Columbus, Ohio, you know, we got, we got almost three and a half months of freeze line. So if it's not pouring, you know, you're not getting into that. We're not even pouring for three months. Right. I mean? Yeah. They're year so, round down here. Yeah. And look, especially in Florida, right. You're also in, we call it a retirement state. I come from San Diego. we got a big retirement um, area out there too. So what we do is there is reverse mortgage purchases, right? You guys do those? Oh, uh, that's something I don't do. Van Dyke does. I don't do it. The mortgage company does it, right? Correct. Yeah. Right. And a lot of people don't know that power. Like, especially when you start getting into that 55 plus, so well, this is 63 plus, right? Is a lot of people don't work with their lender the way that their lender needs to be. If I ask a single agent, hey, who's your team? And they're like, I'm a single agent. No, you're not, right? Your lender's part of your team. Your title company's part of your team. Your inspector's part of your team. Your home warranty. Everybody has a team in business. They just don't utilize it. And not only that, but they don't ask the right questions, right? If you don't know reverse mortgages, you don't know 203K, um, H, if you don't know, you guys, probably most people do 184 um, Native Indian loans. I mean, there's so many different products. People are used to the standard Fannie, Freddie, you know, 5% down, 3.5% down, or 20% conventional. Dude, guys, like you need to talk with Tim and get his arsenal. Right. You can't go to a to a gunfight with a knife. You got to have that revolver loaded with as many ways of saying yes as possible. Right. 
I like that. So we covered the first time home sellers. Yeah. Yeah. And I think you got another thing loaded up because we just jammed for a while on that one. Yeah. So sorry about that. <laughs> no, it's good stuff. Hopefully I'm not getting time. <laughs> yeah. All right. So let's talk about probate. And, and look, there's a company called All the Leads. You can go, you can get a website, they give you the marketing, they give you the advertising. Um, I've got you know, a lot of clients that use All the Leads, but what I'm talking about is you direct. Um, all the leads goes towards um, executors of estates is what it comes down to. So you and five trillion other people are marketing those people, right? Um, all the leads, the good part about it is, is that website gives you a, a probate website. So you look like you know, excuse my language, what the hell you're doing. Um, you've got paper, you know, that's got the you know, logos, everything on, all that kind of fun stuff on. So I like to coach via stories, okay? So about 15 years ago, um, before we moved to Illinois, we had a property preservation company. It was actually created out of the REO drive, right? Um, there were so many REO properties, preservation companies were basically trashing out houses and then going to a thrift store or flea market and double dipping on everything. Um, I ran the second largest REO company in the United States and we did between two and 5,000 REO sales a month, okay? At a network of 17,000 agents. And I saw this epidemic that was just going, just going rampant across the US. So I told my wife, and I'm like, hey, we gotta fix this crap. That's what we need to do. So we opened up a preservation company. We didn't break walls, we didn't do um, any kind of electrical or plumbing or anything else. We trashed out companies and we got a broom swept to be able to have an agent show it to the market. So we did a lot of business, right? We got a um, you know, we got a foreman, ran the teams. Um, and look, anybody and everybody can open up this type of company. And I'm going to tell you why there's benefits to it. One, we only employed underemployed or unemployed friends. We put bids in on Wednesday. So they get approved on Thursday with a 72 business hour completion, which means they had all weekend long. They had a bunch of buddies, you know, that were not making very much money. You know, we had a problem in 2008 to 2012 with employment. So we were basically an employment company is what we were. And we were paying people by doing weekend work so they had the time. So the next step, I got a buddy of mine calls me and says, Bella, I need for you and Bev to, to come to a house in Scripps Ranch. And I went, okay, well, I'll have Chris, my foreman, do He goes, no, I would really like you guys to come. And I said, all right, well, this, you know, I've known this guy for 15 years. And said, all right, you know, we'll, we'll come. So we, we walked, we walked into the house. And uh, there's literally, there's a coffee cup sitting on the counter. No joke, coffee cup sitting on the counter. And I'm like, do you want us to trash out this house? He's like, yeah. I'm like, what is this, like an ex-wife? Is this a joke? I mean, what, what are we doing here? You know what I mean? And uh, he says, no. And actually, this is probate. The lady died. And there were 17 heirs. Well, when you look in the cup, you can tell it's sitting there for a little while. Had a little bit of penicillin growing on that bad boy. Um, so he's, he said there were 17 heirs, and they came took everything they wanted to. And I'm like, dude. That's a $5,000 couch. You want me to trash this out and stick out in the landfill? I said, look, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm a philanthropist. Like I've helped set up five nonprofits. Uh, I founded a nonprofit in East St. Louis, the most violent city in the US per capita. Um, I'm all about giving back to communities and everything else. So I said, this is what I'm gonna do. This house is gonna cost $4,000 to trash out, but I have to bring in another crew with another truck because we're gonna donate everything and everything in this property, we're gonna donate it to nonprofits. And what we'll do 
is we'll get the tax donations, maybe be half the heirs, so they can get a little bit of you know profit out of it. And um, he goes, all right, well, let me go to the attorney. The attorney says, I've never had anybody offer that ever. Yes, approved, 4,800 bucks. So we took stuff to the woman battered shelter, um, orphanages. Um, we donated pots and pans and supplies to the Boy Scouts of America, the Girl Scouts of America, the YMCA, churches, every nonprofit known to mankind. We spent the entire weekend with a truck and a trailer, basically going anywhere and everywhere that we could get rid of stuff. Um, and you know what? It feels good when you do something like that. So we did it, and we gathered almost $9,000 worth of tax donations is what we got. So we made them in behalf of the heirs. And um, we said this, we'll leave the big furniture in there for staging. It's a beautiful one and a half million dollar house. You know what I mean? We'll leave the big stuff in there for staging. And when you're done, we'll do one second trip and donate those. He sold that house basically over a weekend. Got paid. The probate attorney said, you know what? You have never, ever, ever seen happier attorneys than what you just did for us. This literally, this made us look so good, it's not funny. You're gonna get every one of our probate listings. Remember, these are one and a half million dollar listings. It's been almost 12 years and that guy gets at least two listings a month that are over one and a half million dollars. All because we went to the probate attorney and said, let us make you look better. Let's, uh, you know what? This is a tragedy that this person passed away. And the, the, the heirs took everything they wanted out of it. You don't want to pay me five grand to empty out the property and then go to the flea market and make another five grand on it. Like we want to help the community, right? That's, you know, probably what this person wanted. So let's, let's just do that. So it's not going to the executors. It's not chasing, you know, the, the, the title companies to get you, um, you know, death no, but go to the probate attorneys and say, look, I want to work with you. Now, you don't, if you don't have a preservation company, which by the way, we owned crap, like crap. We own nothing. So if I had a tree cut down, hey, uh, you got a chainsaw? Yeah, I'll give you 20 bucks an hour, come over on the weekend. Great, he brought a chainsaw, right? We rented trailers, we went to U-Haul. We didn't own anything. Like we started a company for 25 bucks with a business license. That netted 135,000 the first year, by the way, right? Uh, there's good money in it. but if you do what's right and you do what's right for your community, you, you can never make more than what you're going to make on a one and a half million dollar listing than doing a $4,000 trash out. The trash out is the service. So talk to a local preservation company and say, look, I need to make you a deal. Man, I know you've been cleaning these things out and you know, you probably, you know, could furnish 15 homes by now with the stuff you sold. We're going to run a community service program for probate. And this is what I'm going to market it. And I need for you to be in it. I can get your higher price jobs. You're not just going to get the ones coming from Safeguard and Calix and MCS on all of the REO, you know, trash outs. You get, you know, you get paid, you know, basically $35 a yard for those things. We're going to get you a real job that's got a higher premium. It takes a little bit more work, but man, I'm telling you, you're going to feel that afterwards. And when my clients do this, it, it, the good part about it is that every probate attorney out there they're paid like you, like when it's sold, <laughs> this is when people get paid. You know what I mean? And what makes them look good makes you look good. Now, I want you to remember this tip. When you go donate these items and you donate them to the Boy Scouts and, 
and the battered women and the orphanages and everything else. There's people that work at those companies. There's families that are in those companies. There's parents of the Boy Scouts. And when the Boy Scouts say, look, you know, Bubba <laughs> Real Estate just donated all of our camping supplies, all the flashlights, you know, that kind of stuff. Do you think that they're going to come to me when they want to resell their house or buy a house? Right. So, remember, we go back to the old business term. What's our cost of acquisition for that client? It didn't cost us anything. And the profits are through the flipping roof. Interesting. So uh, you want them contacting the preservation companies? Talk to the preservation companies and say, this is what I'm co-marketing right now. Do you want to be a partner? So basically we donate anything that's salvageable within the house and then all the little stuff, trinkets, whatever we can't donate. You guys can go take to your thrift stores or resell and garage sale. I don't care. But we want to get the donations in behalf of the ex. That's what we want to do. Okay. And you can charge on that $4,000 job. We charge a 20% premium. It's 800 bucks. So we did it for 4,800 bucks and there's huge profit in it. You know what I mean? We're trashing out anyways. But we just had a separate truck and a trailer that was going to the nonprofits. Now, um, we had three nonprofits and vets, um, the food pantry, and another place came. <clears throat> they came to the property and picked up the stuff. So we didn't have to deliver them. Oh, interesting one. Good yep. job. Anything yep. else on that one? No, it's, I mean, look. Um, Everybody's doing the same thing every day, right? it, it, You have to know what your, you know, unique selling proposition is. What's your USP? What, what are you doing to stand above the crowd? And it's just these little things, you know, first on home seller program, it's a probate program. Um, you know, do you, you know, do you have a preferred vendor program where you have vetted the best of the best? You don't have to charge them money. You know what I mean? But these are people that you want to scream from the rooftops. And I created a vendor program 12, 13 years ago out of demand for an agent here um, in the O'Fallon, Illinois area. I moved from San Diego to O'Fallon, Illinois. I didn't know squat, nothing, right? I didn't know uh, somebody was gonna take care of my dogs. I didn't know I was gonna mow my yard. I didn't know where I was gonna get my manicure and pedicure, my massage. I, I didn't know good movie theater. I didn't know anything, right? Who knows all of that? You guys do, right? The local loan officers, the local realtors, you have this, but for some reason you're like secret agents, right? You don't, you don't share it, you don't give it out. So, you know, there's a technology out there. There's a, there's a company called EZ Card, E-Z-C-A-R-D, right? So EZ Card is $400 a year and it gives you a mobile app. It's a web-based mobile app. It's not in the iTunes store. It's just a mobile app. You can see it right there on my phone, right? So when you go and you open up the mobile app, it's all about your company. And you create this and you can put up to 100 tabs on it. So we have vendors, we have lenders, we have title companies, we have whatever. So I have clients that literally got an easy card. And again, it's $400 a year. They have one for, you can get them cheaper if you buy more than one. But um, I'm not. Look, I, I teach tech, like I can run all of your CRM technology out there. I'm not a techie kind of guy. Usually I call my son or my assistants to do stuff. I set that thing up myself. Like no joke, it's so user-friendly, it's not funny. So I've got a client who actually has a easy card for Naperville, for an entire city. So anytime 
somebody is going to Google Mapleville and they get a hold of the app, then the app basically you just save it to your homepage. So if you text Bubba to 64600, you'll see the app, right? It'll send you a link. You can open it up and just save it to your home screen. That's it. Now, what happens, and go ahead, I ask you to do this, this <laughs> text Bubba to 64600, because what's going to happen is I'm going to get notified that cell phone number 727-555-1212 just downloaded my app. It's what number is it? it? What number? You're going to text the word Bubba, B-U-B-B-A, to 64600. I'm going to do it right now. All right, do it right now. And... See if this fails. Oh, there you are, man. I got it, buddy. You got it? Welcome to Bubba Mills Easy Card. All right. That's it. it. So you can save it. If it's an iPhone, it's easier. Uh, there's two ways, iPhone or Android. It gives you directions on there how to do it. I have my email turned off. Um, turn it back on right now. So what's going to do is Mobenity is going to send me a notification that your cell phone number just downloaded it. You got you, man, right there, buddy. There you go. Oh, so I got you right there. All right. Hey, <laughs> So I can literally, now my CRM is different than your guys's. I use a CRM called Green Rope. So I, this lead now gets generated into my Green Rope. And on Green Rope, I pay 25 cents and I push a button and it scans all public records for you. It finds a photo for you, finds an email for you, finds your company, it finds your, your Facebook, your LinkedIn, anything that's public record, my system will screen it. So For a quarter? Can, yeah, for a quarter. That's what my system does, yeah. Nobody knows about the system. It's, it's for business. Greenrope.com is a CRM for businesses, not real estate, not nothing. They actually started in, in a whole different industry and it was logistics. So we use this as our CRM. All leads are generated into it. Um, you know, we went from Infusionsoft and believe it or not, our coaching companies ran on top producing. So we have been on top producer for almost 17 years. Uh, and a lot of people say, look, it's a mule. You're right. You got me from A to B and it's not all flashy. I don't need flashy. I need consistent. So these leads go into green rope. I now do a search on it. I can drop on it. I know I'm not going to do that to you. Just, you know, that Tim. Um, I, I can drop it on there. Right. Um, but what this does is this gives me an opt in, right? You are now, no matter what list you're on, you ask for my details and there's only two private information. Like I can find out your kid's name, your wife's name. I can find out everything except your cell phone number and your social security number. You just gave me one of the two most important things to you near and dear to your heart. You gave me my cell phone number because you have to text it. <laughs> so I now have call capture. I have you and now I can launch a nuclear assault on you. <laughs> <laughs> if you show up in my bushes, man, I'm gonna be. It's gonna be like this. Hey, 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 hey! <laughs> you downloaded my app. Yeah. <laughs> so, and look, here's the thing: like for business, it's all about you know technology is there to enhance your business, not drive it. Right? Business is still done with a handshake today, guys. Um, and I'm a firm believer. Absolutely. Of that. Yeah. I'm old school. I've got six grandkids. Um, so I grew up in that world, you know what I mean? But I'll never leave it. I don't care what kind of technology there is. It has to be there to enhance the experience. So what this does is this gives you a touch. Now with this, 
This is not like a native app, which I can get you a native app for like $3,000 now. They used to cost like a hundred grand. I can get it for like three grand for a native app through the app store. So in native apps, you get a push notification. And web apps like this, when you download it, you pay 1.1 cents per text. So I can go and text you right now and it costs me a penny to text you. I already got your information. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's it's powerful. I mean, literally, it is powerful. But that's easy so, card. Yeah, so you just downloaded it, and everybody who wants to test it out, you just go to town. Bubba, so, may, sh Bubba may show up in your bushes or at your kid's <laughs> soccer game or something. Watch out. So you'll see on the easy card, there's a little button that says, you know, get an easy card or whatever. Okay. You, you, you click on that. And go. I coach easy card, right? I coach this company. I do not make a kickback or referral. I, I don't, right? Um, a lot of coaching companies actually make more money in rev share and kickbacks mentioning products than they do coaching. Um, I don't get kickbacks because if these guys suck, I'm dropping them. I don't care how much money they pay. Okay? Right. That's my rule. Um, so you'll see on there at the bottom, it'll say, get your own easy card. You click right there, get your own easy card. Oh, and by the way, it gives you an hour and a half of web development. They help you build the app itself. They help you build it. Okay. Cool. Um, actually, your podcast will go great. If you look on the, if you click on the tab that says um, tip of the week library, I do a tip of the week. By the way, I'm um, just a little promotion because I don't sell coaching. If you go to corkincoaching.com on the very top, it says join tip of the week. I do a video that's three to, excuse me, two to five minutes long every Tuesday at 9 a.m. Central Standard Time. All I need is your first name and your email address. We do not market coaching. We don't solicit coaching. You're never going to get marketed anything. It's just a business tip that goes out every single week. Oh, neat, so, man. All these YouTube. No Friday closings, man. My boy Jayla Gase taught me that one. Yeah. Oh, I like God. it. Cool so, stuff, man. And it's funny because I come from the lending world, too. I've owned wow, you got a lot of content on here. Yeah. And it doesn't cost me anything. So you put your podcast on there. We can have agents doing their own tip of the week. Hey, let me tell you, you know, the, the best thing, you know, since pockets when it comes to Fort Myers, the hidden secret, locals only go to this place or, you know, amusement parks or look for this. This is what this is for. And it's a one-time fee of it's like 400 bucks for a year and renewals 250 a year. So I don't like to spend money when I give tips. Yeah. Um, I will tell you, this is not spending money. This is investing money is what it is. Um, I like it, man. Mortgage companies. I got pet stores that are on there. I got a pizzeria that actually pushes a, um, if you show this, when you get here, you get a free topping. Um, it's for every company out there. All right. Nice, man. Good job. That was fun, Bubba. Thank you. Yeah, you did good, man. Well, um, I want to get this wrapped up. We're a little over cause we were just jamming there. <laughs> Sorry about that. No, it's fun, dude. I, Man, if you made it this long, let, let's be honest, they're, they're into it. So we're all right. You know? All right. Um, but, dude, I appreciate you coming on. Um, you know, any realtor out there or any business person out there wants to connect with you, uh, obviously, we know about the easy card and how to do that. Uh, like I said, Bubble will show up outside your bushes, so be ready for that one. But where else can they connect with you? Where do you want to send them, Bubba? So I, I do this. Um, that easy card number that I just gave you, I don't market through that easy card. Um, I do that just as a, as a demo so you can see the power of it. 
Okay. So I don't launch a nuclear arsenal. I have a different one that I give out for true sales gen. <laughs> I like the nuclear <laughs> arsenal. <laughs> Tim, I'll tell you right now, if all of your listeners downloaded that, they would all hate you. If I launched a nuclear assault on all of them, so you're not going to get a nuclear assault launched on you when, when you do that. It's, it's more about the company itself. Um, if you go to Corcoran Coaching, C-O-R-C-O-R-A-N, Coaching, no, it's not affiliated with Barbara Corcoran. Yes, she does uh, endorse 65 of our clients. Um, you can go to CorcoranCoaching.com to find out more, or you can just send an email to um, successteam at CorcoranCoaching.com. And we'll be happy to talk to you about your business. Um, no matter what industry you're in, we coach business as a whole. Cool. Well, I appreciate you, man. I enjoyed this. And for you realtors out there, um, quick plug for myself. Uh, you need a buyer pre-approved. One thing we offer is a 12-month business bank statement program for self-employed borrowers. No tax returns required. We use their business bank statements to prove their income. They can qualify for a lot more money. So you may have a buyer out there that doesn't even know they can be a buyer. They're self-employed. Let them know about that program. Connect us with them. Be happy to help. Call me anytime, 239-437-4278. Make sure we connect uh, social media out there, Facebook, Twitter, LinkedIn, all those fun places. And if you're listening on the podcast audio, appreciate you. If you shot me a five-star ranking. I always need those, man. Bubba, they're, they're hard to get sometimes from people. You got to beg for them. And, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to um, just predict that by next year, it'll be six star ratings because someone's got to up the game. Yeah. No. Yeah. yeah. It was five star <laughs> stuff. All right, buddy. Oh, well, I appreciate man. you, Bubba. Thank you, sir. God bless, man. Take care, dude.